We're so glad you decided to hang out with us on the Better Together podcast today. I'm Tony. And I'm Anne. And I'm just imagining us sitting down over a cup of tea. Or coffee. I love that we get to spend this time together like this. So thanks for joining us. And uh, before we jump in. You have a big announcement. We have a big announcement, which some of you may know. We do it every year. But we've started praying into and planning and officially gearing up for the Better Together Sisterhood Retreat at Beulah Beach. I can't wait to get there. Yeah. Like even just in praying over it. Even last week, I just sensed like, you know how we always prepare ourselves to go? I just had this sense that God was already there preparing it for us. Oh my gosh. Oh, I can't wait to get there. So mark your calendars, grab a girlfriend, invite all the people. It's September 15th through the 17th. Start saving your pennies if you haven't already. Yeah. Space is going to be limited, so you won't want to wait to register. Registration will open up in June, and we'll give you more details as to the theme and all the things uh, as we head into the retreat. But Back we just to the beach. Whoa! I can't Yay. wait. Yep. I need a convertible just to be able to go. Just it sounds right <laughs> to have a convertible go to the beach. But right now, I'd, I I would go to any warm beach. Just warm. My prayer this morning was, Jesus, make it warm. It's a little chilly. Yesterday it was four degrees. Oh. Four. Yeah. That's too, that's too, that's too small in the end of March. Yeah. Like kids are running track meets outside. I mean, I could, I could deal with 40s at the end of March. That seems reasonable. Yeah. But not four. So let's all agree together. Jesus, make it warm. Amen. Amen. But as of today, how many days till summer? Today it's 84. So when we post this, it's going to be even less. So 84 <laughs> days till summer. It sounds like a lot, but it's less than 100. So I'm going with it. Yeah. So what's your favorite part of summer? Well, last year we bought kayaks. <laughs> so kayaking is now my favorite part of summer. I do love to kayak. I love to get out there even by myself, just get out on the water early on a Sunday morning, or not a Sunday, Saturday morning, just get out there, and it's peaceful and calm. and It's good exercise, too. It is. It's very good exercise. It's good for the core. Mm-hmm. Works those stomach muscles. Very good. Yeah, I love kayaking. I think my favorite part is the shoes. Oh, open toes. I'm just a little over wearing boots. Mm-hmm. I just want to wear little cute little shoes. Yeah sandals or flats or anything open that you don't have to worry about the snow getting in right or your feet freezing off yep i'm over boots yep for sure i agree so what's your favorite summer food oh i can only go with barbecue 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 all the way we are huge barbecues my husband is a self-proclaimed pit master he kind of is he kind of is we agree we proclaim him pit master and uh we love it we love to gather people and cook great food out on the barbecue and just eat i love all the fresh fruit Mm, yeah especially pineapple oh yeah you can get it all year long but it's not yummy all, all year long right and then of course ice cream just tastes better in the summer so good what's your favorite ice cream strawberry what's your favorite place to go get ice cream uh, Tommy's, which is, is in Mayfield. I'm trying to remember exactly the little neighborhood that it's in. The name is escaping me. But they carry Pierre's ice cream and the best milkshakes you've ever had in your oh. entire existence. 
Okay, well, it could be a sisterhood trip one Saturday. It could. Is there shopping up there? Yeah. I'm in. Let's go. <laughs> I'm going to give a shout out to Cockeye Creamery. Absolutely. Oh, so good. Girls, if you haven't been to Cockeye Creamery, go. So anyway, Jesus, make it warm. Thanks for taking the time to hang out with us for a few minutes today. We're super excited about our topic. Actually, Ann and I were talking this morning in the office just about the comparison trap that social media brings with it. Yeah. It's just wicked. It makes it look like everyone else's life is perfect. For sure. Their hair is perfect. Their kids are perfect. Their thighs are perfect. <laughs> Their thighs. One. Their thighs. My girlfriend did a, a series at her church and they had a panel discussion on insecurities. And um, the, she asked this one girl what her insecurities were. And she goes, well, if I was going to write a story about my life, I'd call it Thunder Thighs. And I can't remember what the subtitle was, but it was hilarious, but sad at the same time. And I actually had someone tell me years ago, I was in my early 20s, back when you think you're fat, but you're not. Right. Like now you look back and think, I wish it was that I wish fat. you were that fat. Yeah. But um, who told me I, I had meaty legs. She saw me in the hall one day with a pair of leggings and a long shirt on. She goes, here, all this time I thought you had skinny legs, but you don't. You have meaty legs. They are really, really meaty legs. And she kept going on and on and on. And I'm like, do you say thank you? Like, what do you say? How do you respond <laughs> is to that? that? A compliment? Like, you what punch him in the face like Will Smith did? At the- no, I'm kidding. No, Christians, we don't do that. We don't do that. But how do you respond to that? Yeah. And then it stuck in my head and I've hated my legs ever since. Oh, ever since I had to get over that. It took years. And but that was kind of like adding on to all the things I'd been made fun of growing up and my looks made fun of and all kinds of stuff. So you can get all these deep rooted insecurities anyway, but then add into it social media. Right. Where nobody's pictures are natural. Hardly. Hardly any. Made a joke that um, some of these young girls, if they ever go missing, We'll never be able to find them because there's so many filters on their picture. It doesn't even look like them. That's hilarious. But there's this trap in social media, and we're going to talk about that comparison trap today. And the definition for the word trap is a device or enclosure designed to catch and retain animals, typically by allowing entry, but not exit. Or by catching hold of a part of the body. And girls, the enemies want to hold you captive. Oh, for sure. How many times do you hate one part of your body? Um, all, all, the time. all the time. And then that's the only thing you see in the mirror. Right. Right? And so the enemy wants to hold us captive in these thoughts. But Jesus broke off all of our captivity. Mm-hmm. But we have to participate with his, his victory. Yeah. And so we're going to just talk about the comparison trap today. Yeah. Have you ever fallen into it? I have. In the scroll? In this, absolutely. Um, probably one of the biggest ones, and it doesn't, really, it doesn't have to do with looks. It has to do with kids and grandkids. My kids and grandkids don't all live here. And so it'll be a very, very rare occasion where I will get a picture of all of us together in the same picture. Yeah. It's just not feasible, you know. Some of them, it's hard for them to get into town or get into town at the same time. I might have one of them at Christmas, but not the other one. 
And so I would see other people post pictures with all of their kids, all their son and daughter-in-laws, and all their grandkids, and it would just hurt my heart. Yeah. You know, and I I would kind of have a little jealousy because I go, I can't have that. Yeah. Um, so I, you know, I had to learn to make collages and just put, you know, different... Did you ever Photoshop them in? No. <laughs> no. That would be hilarious to try, though. I might have to try that. <laughs> That's so funny. But um, I had to, you know, deal with myself about that. It wasn't yeah. their fault all their grandkids live here. Good for them. I, I needed to be excited for them. Yep. And not mad at them because they have a picture with all their grandkids and I don't. Like, it's not their fault. Yeah. It's just the way things are. Yeah. You know, so I had to, uh, I had to kind of work through that a little bit. And then find stuff that you're grateful for. Absolutely, yeah. Because you might not all be together, but you have fabulous relationships with yes. all of your kids and grandkids. Yes, we we have our own little private um, Facebook group. Oh, that that's fun! Everybody can participate in, and we share a lot of things in there rather than publicly. Yeah, you know, we just share it amongst each other. We snap each other. We do snaps that's just a within really our group. Good idea. Oh yeah, for sure. I like the private Facebook group idea, but. Um, in reality, because we all know that perception is not reality. Right. What we're perceiving through the picture is not necessarily the reality of what is happening. And that family who's all together in the picture might, in reality, not speak with one another on have a regular ha- basis. Have hated taking that picture. <laughs> yeah. They have four smiles or maybe they, they're all together, but the one hasn't talked to her sister in five years because they're having a spat. Yeah. So yeah. you have the relationship, right? You just don't have the proximity. Exactly, exactly. How about you? So you have Any to find those things you? that you're grateful. In? Oh, comparison. Um, I do fall into comparison a lot with other writers, mm. and I have to be real cautious about how many likes did they get. Mm-hmm. Oh, why doesn't anyone share mine? It must not really have mattered. You know, you deal with all of those things, and um can talk yourself out of, I can easily talk myself out of posting or writing or anything because I'm like, other people do it better and I'll just leave it to them. Yeah, that's not true. And then you sit there paralyzed and it really is a lie of the enemy. Even if they're writing on the same thing, they don't have my personality. They don't have my experience. They don't have my perception. Mm -hmm. And so I have something unique to add to the story. Right. And uh, we can let those lies paralyze us. Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. The um, I was reading uh, when we were kind of discussing doing this, looking at some scriptures. In Proverbs 14, verse 30, it says, A peaceful heart leads to a healthy body. Jealousy is like a cancer. That's so good. Say that again, louder uh, for the people in the back. In the back. A peaceful heart leads to a healthy body. Jealousy is like a cancer. And when you fall into that comparison trap, it can be like a cancer to you. It's going to affect you physically because it's affecting your soul. Yeah. And I want to talk about soul care here in just a second, but just keeping on this comparison thing, especially where it has to do with looks, Mm -hmm. because social media and society can tend to make you think that if you're not a size zero or double zero, 
Or if you don't have long, thick hair or long, beautiful eyelashes or contoured makeup or that you're not beautiful. Right. And you can begin to look at these doctored images of, of women or girls and then begin to look at yourself in your mirror and hate what you see. Yeah, absolutely. And I, and I have dealt with that a lot because I have um, problems with my gums, which has caused my teeth to shift. And so my smile is not perfect. My teeth are not perfect. And that's not something I can fix with makeup. And perfection is not even a realistic thing. Right. Like even these women, I just read an article about this woman. She was a supermodel. Like our idea of what perfection would be, who didn't like her appearance so much, she went and got got work done. What do you call it? Plastic surgery. Mm -hmm. And they botched the job. Yeah. And she hated her herself even more and she was beautiful she goes I don't know what I was thinking I was I was fine the way I was Mm -hmm. but I had myself convinced that I had to be perfect that this was just out of line or this needed more or this needed less or yeah because it wasn't my idea of perfect right and perfection is not even realistic no nobody's perfect it's not and and to make peace with that and to live life just being real, I'm going to smile anyway, just because I'm joyful and happy. I love what you just said about making peace with it. Say, Read that scripture again. A peaceful heart leads to a healthy body. Jealousy is like a cancer. Peace. Peace. You got to make peace with, with who you Absolutely. Are. I was sitting with a group of girls uh, last night, and uh, one of them was just so picking herself apart physically. And I'm like, I don't see it. You're beautiful. Mm -hmm. Like you don't have to wear makeup. Your complexion's amazing. Yeah. You are beautiful. And she's like, I don't see it. We would love that complexion. (laughs) So I gave her homework to go home and look in the mirror without makeup on and say five things she liked about herself. Mm -hmm. And I I don't think she wanted to do it. And I'm going to text her and see if she did it. Yeah. God has a lot to say about how he thinks of us. Yes. And it's none of it is negative. No. None of it is, oh, if your eyebrows were just thicker. Wow, geez, I just messed you up. I, I didn't quite make it with you. <laughs> I didn't give you enough eyelashes. Something. Yeah. <laughs> Oops, too much in the hips. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> too many thighs. <laughs> My thighs are too many. Who cares? Yeah. Who cares? And God gave me this, oh, Jesus, when was it? It was last year, and I was thinking about my body more than I should have. Mm. Cringing over every pound and looking at the thin hair or whatever it is I don't like about myself, because that's the first thing you think of, face it, when you look in the mirror or you look at somebody else's perfect pose, do you think of all the things you don't like about yourself? And so I was overthinking about myself, and the Holy Ghost told me, it was like a slap to the back of the head, that I needed. Mm-hmm. My body, your body is a temple. It's not an idol. Oh, yeah. I totally stole that. Yeah. It was good. That's so good. It helped me so much. Yeah. And anytime I start to get down on myself, I'm like, no, my body is a temple. Mm-hmm. It's meant to be used by God and for God, and he inhabits it, which makes it beautiful. Mm-hmm. And there's a scripture in Psalms that says, how beautiful is your temple, O Lord. And that's mm-hmm. me. That's us. So I can legit say without arrogance at all, 
How beautiful is your temple, Lord. Thank you for beautifying my body by choosing to live in it. Mm-hmm. And uh, we got to get to that point. The who cares. Make peace with it. Right. Absolutely. Absolutely. And uh, we need to also stop feeding and stop eating on what's feeding our insecurities. Yeah, which we is gotta, social media. Which is social media. It is. So you got to stop the scroll every once in a while. And yeah. if, if all you do is scroll, and if you get your phone out at the stoplight when it's red, so you're not wasting time, you're scrolling on Facebook, that's called an addiction. Mm-hmm. And you need to stop. Yeah. You need to bring it back into line. Yeah. Do whatever you need to do. Hide the app for a while. Yeah. You can just remove the app without removing it. Yeah. Like you can do that. You can have it not on your phone, but also on your computer. Right. Um, so find what works for you, but stop eating what's feeding your insecurities because what you feed will thrive and what you starve will die. Yeah. And if you stop feeding something to compare it to, and I, I heard a podcast, I can't remember the girl's name. I'd give her credit thinking it. No, I don't, I don't even want to say, cause I'm not sure, but she said she doesn't even go onto social media without spending an hour in prayer first. Wow. Because she's got to fix her eyes on God and get her heart settled and her soul settled before she ever looks at anybody else's life. Yeah. Because she knows herself and her tendency to compare, to get dissatisfied, to get discouraged, to get dis- depressed even over what you don't have. And it doesn't even have to be your looks. It could be somebody else is going on vacation and you're not. So boo-hoo, why don't I ever get to go on vacation? Mm -hmm. But what you don't know is maybe they're going into debt going on vacation and now you don't have debt. Amen. So you actually have more peace than they do on their vacation. Well, and it's funny because yesterday morning I woke up and I did look at my phone. And the first thing I saw was the whole thing about Will Smith. Uh, Do you know what an icky way that started my day? Yep. I mean, totally. I was like, I'm almost like, gosh, this is like putting in my bad mood because this stuff is so stupid. Like, that's all anybody was talking about. And I'm like, this is, number one, I don't watch the Oscars. No, I didn't either. I'm not interested. And then this was like, everywhere you looked, it was there. And so, yeah, so not picking up that first thing in the morning. Yeah, not picking it up. Side note, the funniest meme I think I saw about that was a picture of him slugging the guy i don't even know who the guy was chris rock and it said (laughs) i got into one little fight and my mom got scared (laughs) and she sent me to my auntie and my uncle in bel-air that's awesome anyway but yeah what that's no way to wake up if you wake up and you're immediately reaching for your phone to scroll social media how about you switch that and pick up your phone and read the scripture of the day in the you version by yeah absolutely just those small little tweaks in your day, maybe set just a time of day where, okay, I'm going to scroll for half an hour and set a timer if you have mm-hmm. no self-control. Yeah. But what you feed will thrive and what you starve will die. If it if it's comparison, if it's causing jealousy, if it's causing dissatisfaction or depression, discouragement with what you have or don't have, stop feeding it. It's not, it's not healthy. No. It's not healthy. But then back to the soul work mm-hmm. side of things, because our soul is our mind, our will, and our emotions, mm-hmm. and we don't care for our soul very well, and those, those emotions flow out of our soul, mm-hmm. and so we want to keep it healthy, but when things trigger me or start to bother me when I'm scrolling, 
something another person says, something that they post, am I comparing? I start to dig down and to ask myself, why does this bother me? Mm-hmm. And I ask the Holy Spirit to just enlighten me. Why is this bothering me? Because sometimes it triggered a past hurt. Mm -hmm. Sometimes it triggered a past something someone said to me that I hadn't fully healed from that I was able to then give back to God and and get some healing on. Or maybe it triggered an area of pride Mm -hmm. or an area of insecurity that needed either shored up or cut off. Yeah. So if something's bothering you, Dig down, dig, do a little soul work there and say, all right, why is this bothering me? Right. Why, what needs, what needs fixed inside of me? Is there something broken inside of me that that would bother me? Yeah. Work on, work on those parts of your soul, you know, take thoughts captive that are you, you're letting in, you know, when you see something, if those thoughts start to come up of insecurity Take those thoughts captive. Bring them back to the word of God. And what does God say about this? What so does God good. say about you? Because listen, it's one thing to have a thought. We're all going to have thoughts. We're going to stroll and we're going to have yeah. these thoughts go in and out of our head. But you don't have to entertain the thought. That's right. You might have a thought, but you don't have to entertain mm-hmm. it. And when you entertain it is when it turns into comparison or jealousy. Or mm-hmm. you can just, like you just said, take that thought captive. Compare it to the word of God. And if it doesn't match what God said, throw it away. Get rid of it. Get rid of it. Don't talk. Don't post about it. Don't talk about it. Don't. Yep. Because you're just feeding into it. You're just feeding into that anxiety, into yep. that fear, into that in- insecurity. Yep. And you don't need to do it. No. And you don't have to post everything either. Yeah. Some people think they have to stay on social media because, man, I let everybody know what I'm doing. You don't have to. If, if it didn't get posted to social media, did it really happen? <laughs> Sometimes I wonder. Yes. Yes, it did. And I went through a whole season and I'm still kind of in that season where I've decided I want to enjoy the moment instead of capturing the moment. Yeah. Because even when you're capturing it and trying to get a perfect picture to put on social media, you're not fully enjoying no, you're your missing moment. It. You're missing it. Yeah. It's okay to just be in the moment and not capture it. Yeah. It's just okay. Yeah, when when um, Katie had and Andy had their gender reveal when she was pregnant with Quinn, I remember not taking out my phone. Other people, there, there's 20 other phones around. Like, I wanted to be in the moment. Yeah. I wanted to see it and experience it and remember what it felt like paying attention. Yeah. There was many other people filming. And you'll see that if you watch things, I mean, and now it's just, we can get into a whole topic about filming things in public, but you'll see 50 phones around something and it's like, okay, can't we designate one and everybody else just be present? Yeah. Yeah. Just send it to me. Or like at weddings, everybody's leaning out into the aisle to take the picture of the bride and the paid photographer can't even get a shot without all these phones in the picture. Oh yeah. Just enjoy the wedding. Mm -hmm. Right. Enjoy the moments that you're in and you'll find that if you're enjoying your life, that when you get to your scroll time, you're so satisfied with the life that you have that you don't care about the life that other people have. And I hate to, to disappoint I hate to disappoint a lot of people, but chances are slim that you will ever become viral for a picture or a something <laughs> you took. Right? 
chances are really slim that you'll ever become a social media influencer with millions of followers. Amen. Just cast that right out. Yep. And you don't need to be. Nope. We don't need to be. And we post a lot of things about the kids and stuff to keep the out-of-town family in the loop. Mm-hmm. But I really like your idea about the group. Yep. Because that just keeps it all private there and it doesn't have to go anywhere. Nope. That's a great idea. Girls, mark that down. It's very good. So before we end, because we're almost done, uh, we do want to pray for you girls, but we want to recommend a book. Uh, it's by Kenneth e. Hagen. It's a tiny little book. It takes 20 minutes to read and it's called In him. Mm-hmm. Have you ever read it? I have. Oh, it's fabulous. It's You can fit it in your purse. Yeah. Or your pocket. Yeah. It's really small. And then pull that out at the doctor's office while you're waiting or mm-hmm. at the red light if you need to look at something. Right. It's better to feed your spirit than to feed the comparison trap. I used to keep, I, I think I still have it. There was a little Max Lucado book, his John 3, his 316 book. Uh-huh. That is so good and it fit in my purse. And I used to grab that in the doctor's office and just look through that. Oh, I haven't heard of that. Yeah. Oh, we'll have to put that in the show notes too. Yeah, it's a good little book. So, well, girls, we're so thankful that you joined us today. We are coming out in this comparison trap and uh, we want to just say a quick prayer for you. So, Father, I thank you for all of the ladies out here that are listening. Father, we all have our areas of struggle, whether it's insecurity or self-image or intimidation, comparison, jealousy. Father, you know our hearts and you've already made provision for us to be free of this trap of the enemy. And so we speak life and freedom and truth over every woman that's listening. Father, I pray that you would enlighten our minds with the truth of what your word has to say about us and surround us with women that encourage each other, that bring out the best in each other, and that help us to walk free from all of these struggles free in Jesus. In Jesus' name, amen. 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 Well, we're so glad that you joined us today. Don't forget we're better together, so make it a point to connect with someone this week. Grab a cup of coffee with your girlfriends. Come hang out with us at Sisterhood. We meet at Panera on Elm Roads Monday night at 730 or at the church on Tuesday mornings at 10. And connect with us at church. If you don't have a home church, we invite you to join us here at Victory and Warren, 4257 Todd Avenue Northwest. That's really important. Yes. Thanks for listening. We'll connect with you again here next week. And don't forget, we we are are better better together. together.